Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. We've got some gaming news? No, no, no. I think it, it, Gamescom's coming up. I think everyone's sort of clenching the butthole for that. Yeah, yeah that's it's true. the dog days of summer now, isn't it? I mean, it's not really news time. It's another few weeks before the, the quarter, th- quarter four releases start dropping. So, um, yeah, it's a little quiet patch here. Yeah, it'll be fine, though. We'll still fill three hours. Oh, yeah. Because we can do that. <laughs> so we'll crack on with what there is, because Forza 7 has removed loot boxes, because it is, as you say, the great delootening. Who actually said oh, that? Me. <laughs> I said that, that and I want, it, I want that to be a thing. The great <laughs> delootening TM. Yep. Uh, continues. That's that's what you, what you do to trademark something. You just put that little TM after it, and I get all the money. I kind of want to money. I, I want to play a Forza game. I haven't played a, a recent one. I've got Forza One on the Xbox, but I don't think that's representative of where they are up to. Well, we were days. sort of uh, we were all sort of impressed by the Forza Eight trailer back at E3. And well, wasn't that and it's wasn't massive that, disrespect for walls? Wasn't that Forza Horizon? What is the difference? What is the difference between Forza Motorsport and Forza Horizon? I think, I think, so listeners, be prepared to comment on Facebook, whatever, but I think that the difference is that the motorsport ones are more sort of motorsport, like... like I'm, I'm not trying to sound sarcastic. When, more sort of horizon no, I'm not trying to sound sarcastic when I say they're more motorsporty, but they're more... Like so, you go around the Nürburgring and yeah, stuff like that, rather than on the streets. Like proper so, motorsport track, where Horizon is sort of, let's drive through the English countryside, and that right. sort of thing, in ridiculous supercars, and it's not necessarily representative of real-world events. Right, I've, I've just looked it up, and apparently, yeah, uh, motorsport is like a sim, whereas Horizon is arcadey. Yeah. Slightly, you know, less, which makes it sound more like the thing I'd be interested in. It, it does. It sounds. I I would like both to be honest. They're very expensive. Um, I rarely see them drop in price, and you can only get them mm. straight from Microsoft, uh, yeah. who aren't renowned for doing lots of sales all the time, like Steam. Yeah. yeah incidentally, you like if you're if you're a Games with Gold person, Forza Four is on Games with Gold this month. So catch that if you want to have a go at it. It's Cute. honestly made me feel like if I get an Xbox One and where these games can be had pre-owned and cheaper, then when you install them on your Xbox One, you have the PC version as well. And I kind of thought maybe with the difference in price, it might be worth just getting the Xbox. I didn't look into it any further in case it worked out correctly that it was worth getting the Xbox for. So, Because I didn't need that kind of pressure in my life, quite frankly. <laughs> so I, yeah. it, it may be I might just be imagining it or something like that. But they're taking the loot boxes out because they put them in annoyingly and back when they thought you could. It's just another one, isn't it? It was Shadow of War last last yeah. week. I wonder what it'll be next. Well, incidentally, Shadows of War just announced today that they're oh, yeah. uh, releasing a definitive edition. With all, Obviously, that comes with all the DLC and the bump. So I think probably the removal of the loot boxes has more to do with that than it does anything else. Yeah. Uh, so I would think that um, maybe exclude Shadows of War from this uh, enlightenment that's going yeah, on. But yeah, I, I think that, yeah, I think it was just because there was such an almighty backlash. I think that all these games that had um, 
you know, a quite a, a heavy emphasis on loot boxes. I mean, especially with Forza, where you can, where it's based around, this Forza is based around going around and finding new models of cars and stuff. Locking that behind loot boxes is like, of course yeah. you will. Of course they are going to. But um, yeah, uh, since, you know, the, the de-lootening, uh, it, it's, uh, yeah. It's. Uh, I think it's a symptom of that. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's very easy to grow an ethical conscience after you've already made all the money. Yeah. It's yeah. The 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 real test is to not do it again in the first place. So yeah. So they said that right now they're uh, for Forza Seven. Uh, they're they're not removing the crates immediately. It has a what is it? prize crates uh they've simply removed all cars from the thing so all cars can now be earned in game whereas before you had some of them were uh, tied to these random crates uh so now the crates are just cosmetic stuff but from the sounds of it they do plan you know in a few months time to, to, to yank even those out um which is it's not quite you know when, whenever you design a game with this kind of system in place yanking it out is not a simple process because it requires like pretty significant reworks to the, you know, the progression system and making sure thing, you know, reintegrating the stuff that you put in the, uh, the loot boxes back into the game without just sort of dumping them in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, having cars is a random reward rather than something people can earn or choose to unlock is a dick move in a racing game. <laughs> Oh, it sure is. Where yeah, this is, well, because they're so strongly appealing. I mean, they so strongly appeal to market themselves at, hey, car nerds, here's the game for you. And all the, you know, here you can get this car, that car, a million other cars, but it's going to cost you another uh, another 20 quid on top of the 54 quid you've already spent to, to buy the game in the first place. It is uh, naughty. Yeah, very much so. Oh, Frank, there was a story last week we didn't cover. Um, did you see, did you hear about the guy who uh, he put in? A uh, what do you call it? The new EU thingy. I don't know. The uh, information request. The thing that was get coming out a few months ago and was giving us all a headache. You know. Uh, oh, that thing. The regulations. Yeah, I don't know what they are. I know I it's know weird. It's We've called. been battered over the fucking head with them, and it's just we can't remember. <laughs> yeah, um, deleted them out of our brain. Yeah, we just sort of as soon as it it, it ended, we're like, all right. Go away. We never want to hear about that again. But he put in a request to EA uh, regarding his, uh, what do you call it, Uh, FIFA. Uh, Yeah, FIFA. Let's just call it FIFA uh, game information. And it turned out over like the past few years, he's put over 10 grand into unlocking stuff in FIFA. Oof. And he was like... He was shocked at this, but he was like, yeah, I have disposable income, so I'm not really all that pissed off about it. I was like, 10 grand. You could yeah. probably buy, you know, a shitty player for that. You could buy probably most... could buy a whole team for that. Yeah, just, yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah. That's distressing. I, yeah. I just wouldn't feel comfortable giving EA that much money. that's all I mean beyond uh, yeah if you can afford it you can afford it whatever but But think of what they're going to do with it (laughs) yeah (sighs) so that's it it's like you're giving money to evil so that's what's bad about it really Mm -hmm. anyway in that sense I'd rather get you know if you give money to good they're just going to spend it on charity if you give money to evil at least there's a chance they're going to do something interesting with it (laughs) 
But not EA. They're boring evil. Exactly. So then, moving on from boring EA. Before we get into an EA rant, Elon Musk. Oh, this is another rant. Ask games <laughs> yeah, developers for super fun games for Tesla screens. What? Stupid, stupid, stupid man. Can I just say I hated him way before everyone else did? <laughs> I was yeah, I was completely ambivalent until recently. <laughs> I was like, oh, Elon Musk, he's the guy who's doing the thing. Fair enough. Look at him, he's so happy with his little rocket. <laughs> yeah. But it's only recently that he started to piss people off. And this, I, I just, am I alone in this that I, I am amazed that cars have been allowed to adopt touchscreen displays because that is just remarkably dangerous. It is ginormous. Because there's, um, uh, near where I, or where in, uh, near in London where my folks live, there's uh, Blue Water, the big, uh, sort of uh, shopping centre. Oh, yeah, the one um, the And there's a Tesla, not going to say dealership, but like a showroom inside Blue Water, and they have a car inside it. And the screen is huge. It's like, literally, there are some people whose tellies are not big, as big as the screen is <laughs> on a Tesla. Right. I actually saw one for the first time last week uh, during a uh, during a driving lesson. Uh, we were uh, doing uh, reversing into a parking bay, and there opposite us was uh, outside our local home base was uh, a Tesla in a charging bay, and it was the first time I'd ever noticed the char- the charging bay as well. Uh, it was white, and it was fucking filthy. Who buys a white car? Lots of people Idiots. for some reason. Idiots, that's who. People who live in a nation where it rains a lot, and so does all the work for you, having to clean it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Uh, yeah, I just like I um I get nervous whenever I look at the speedometer. Like whenever I take my eye off the the road for that, you know, brief second, that's fine. The idea of having to reach over and to have no point of reference like if I want to uh change the radio instead of having a button that is clearly defined and I know, you know, I can feel the buttons beside that without having to look at it. The idea that it's a flat, you know, panel and I I have to guess and hope that I hit the right spot on a flat thing to change the thing. It's just so dangerous. How has this been allowed? I I don't know. I certainly don't know how they can put games on them. Exactly. This is the, you know, the extra ridiculous thing. This man obviously does not give a shit. Because you're certainly not allowed to watch TV while you drive. Nope. I mean, even your, uh, your dash cam isn't allowed to be like too distracting. No, it's not, is it? I mean, do they it's, even have yeah. anything on there? Uh, well, I think it has to be positioned in a way that it's not obstructing too much, and you're not allowed to look at it too much as well. It's That's why they all have, as well as power saving. It's why they all have screens that go off rather than stay on, yeah. So that it's not you know distracting you. But no, just stick a fucking tablet on your dashboard and load up a few games of solitaire while you're at it. Uh, Very weird. Yeah. They shouldn't be allowed to do it. I mean, he wants fun games. He wants super fun games. <sighs> Bioshock is amazing. There's a, You can't play Bioshock in your car. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, aside from anything else, aside from safety con- concerns, Bioshock with touchscreen controls, ugh. Exactly. <laughs> oh, this is all a bad idea. 
Yeah. Would you kindly wrap your car around the nearest tree? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless... Man chooses and, a slave base. Mm. Unless we're talking about a self-driving car. You know, if this is a car I can just get in and say, car, drive to Asda, whatever, and it does it while I play on a, on a game, then that's cool. But at the same time, if that's what cars are, then why does it need to be a shitty little thing in a car? Why can't I just have a PlayStation or a Switch or something? Why bother leaving home in the first place? You know, just... Well, I try not to. Get the man to bring it to you and then just keep playing the game you want to play. Yeah, they Um, deliver everything nowadays, so... It's... it's Well, yeah, okay. But it's all a bad idea. I'm with you. Bad idea. Silly (laughs) Elon. Shut up and do something useful, yeah? Yeah. Like, bring the Tycho Drum Master controller over to Europe. Do that. <laughs> that would make people happy. It's the, still not coming. Because the game's coming, but the controller isn't coming, so who gives a shit anymore? I didn't want to play <laughs> the game. I wanted to hit the drum. Yeah, you wanted to use the drum for other things. Yeah, so if I've not got the drum, then I'm not getting the game. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Let's be honest, you didn't, re- you didn't really want it. You just wanted the drum to sit on a shelf so you could look at the shelf every so often and go, <laughs> I've uh, got that. Yeah, I've got a little drum. <laughs> a little drum, it's a little electronic drum. It looks like uh, the uh, the Switch version features some motion controls, but that's yeah. just crap. Using the Joy-Cons? Hey, speaking of Joy-Cons, this is a much more interesting thing. Okay. I don't know if you... Oh, you won't have seen me on Facebook, Mike, but on Facebook yeah. and Instagram, I've been posting videos this afternoon because I just happened to be browsing through Reddit, as I do from time to time, and I, this a Switch post came past and it was saying it was someone saying hey they're selling joy cons in tesco for 30 quid and then lots of people going no they're not selling joy cons in tesco for 30 quid yes they are here's a picture here's a picture of my receipt i bought a pair of joy cons from tesco for 30 quid and i got in my car and i drove and i got joy cons from tesco for 30 quid i'm quite pleased as we're all so we had, hold on I, I followed okay but where did you get them and how much were they they were 30 pounds exactly for a, a red and blue pair like from, the one from tesco right okay i just i wasn't sure on that information did i did i mention they were 30 pounds from tesco it's just a, um what you know yeah passing. um and so yeah i, I did it i got it there's well if you can find some because obviously they're selling out pretty quick i had to go to two tesco's and then got the last one <laughs> um, they're normally sixty four ninety nine. Yeah, damn. So that's more than half price. Yeah, pretty damn good. So was this some sort of lightning deals sort of thing, or is this just some cock up, or what do you think? No idea. No idea whatsoever. And I, it appears you know, to just be the whenever, red and blue whenever, ones. whenever things like this happen, you sort of you don't question them. Yeah, immediately, you know, until well after. (laughs) You don't want to scare it away. It's just, yeah, it's only in store as well, I believe. Oh, right, because I mean, because I saw an advert on eBay uh, the other day for the Creeper, the Creeper controller for the Xbox One. Oh, yeah. And they're advertising it for 17 quid, and I thought, is it made of Novichok or something? What is wrong with your bloody (laughs) thing that you want to get rid of these for 17 quid? They definitely fell off the back of some van, so... You know, but I would feel better rather than some internet rando. I mean, if you buy it from Tesco, it's going to be pretty kosher in it. So, yeah. well done, you. Yeah, I've been th- I've been wanting to go into Tesco 
lately because uh, they are potentially the one place that still does my favorite brand of hot sauce. Sainsbury's stopped doing my one favorite brand and replaced it with like 30 varieties of Nando's Peri Peri sauce. Oh, nasty. Yeah. Like, it's seriously, the, the one brand that I like, Kalula, disappeared. The one little box of it that they did, they, that was always on the shelf disappeared. And at the same time, they expanded the shelving space for hot sauces to twice the size that it was and filled it with. I'm, I mean, I am I, conservatively, I would say 30 different varieties of Nando's Peri Peri sauce. I like no varieties of that. I went into Nando's once, didn't like it, was not keen on the whole experience. Um, but I just so annoying. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't, uh, we, oh God, when did we last go into a Nando's a while ago, yeah. to say the least? Because yeah. why we're grown ups. We can go to nice places. So we didn't go into I, I much Nando's. prefer KFC. Much prefer KFC to Nando's. Gotta say it. Well, I am yeah. scum though. No, KFC is nicer than Nando's. Yeah. It really is. Um, it's KFC's awesome and none of us want to really comfortably admit that, but we need we need to just it's the admit truth. it. Yeah. yeah. It is, well, it is the truth. The- absolute chasm this country fell into when they had chicken supply problems for like two I know days. For, for all this sort of bad mouthing of KFC that goes on all the time, like every day, you can't, you know, you can't go out your door without being bombarded by it. Uh, and yet, as soon as they ran out of chicken, everyone was, everyone lost their fucking minds. Oh, it was like the bloody purge. People sitting <laughs> each other's throat yeah. over the last box of popcorn chicken. I, I uh. saw, I, I can't remember which series it was, but it was an Anthony Bourdain travel cooking show and on this particular episode for for part of it he'd gathered up some of the world's biggest names in cooking right it was one of these if a bomb goes off in this restaurant tonight the world of (laughs) of cooking just nosedives and and that's it one of the questions he asked them all so he sat around with with the greatest chefs the world has ever known they they they, they all hold at least two michelin stars and he's questioning it last meal what would it be and they all said kfc <laughs> all of them like big big bucket of kfc that's my last meal thank you so don't feel bad about it mm. everybody likes kfc I'm straight. Oh, they're liars. Yeah. Speaking of uh, nothing, really, there's no liars. Link. No link to this uh, next well, story. Just before, before the next story, uh, there is one other thing I wanted to mention. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to put it in. Uh, a fantastic, uh, we may not be getting the, the Taiko Drum Master, but there was a, a rather hilarious uh, switch. Uh, not ex- peripheral that showed up this week, a spray, a cardboard spray for your Labo. Oh, I saw. Oh, yes, I saw this. Yeah, what, what does it do exactly? <laughs> it it protects the-, the cardboard. It's some it's some sort of coating, spray-on coating that protects uh, cardboard from, you know, oils and, like, you know, the, the stuff that oozes out of your carapace onto your precious Nintendo Labo cardboard and supposedly, you know, adds a bit of longevity. I was it's just say, a as you, as you wipe the KFC grease onto your Labo. Absolutely. <laughs> just smearing it all over your face. Uh, yeah, so it's available. It's in Japan at the moment, but a little bit, I'm sure it'll come. Uh, well, it, it's just a, you could 
do it cheaper just by heading down to your local art supply place and grabbing a you know, spray on lacquer. To be honest, for a horrible second when I saw it, I was like, please don't tell me this is some sort of like spray on, you know, smell of labo. It's not going to be eau de cardboard, <laughs> is it? Uh, eau de labo. Yeah, oh, uh. <laughs> Oh, I would love that. Is there, is there a, a, a perfume out there I, uh, that makes you I, smell I, of cardboard? I, I, that's probably something by uh, Jordan, I would imagine. <laughs> How old am I? Katie Price. Fucking I'm hell. Sure I'm not letting her escape that. <sighs> I saw her right on TV for her this morning. She's doing another thing. She really does look like a decomposing corpse, doesn't she? It's frightening. It's, it's kind of scary. I, I last saw her in something. Was it Sharknado 4? <laughs> or something like that. I have seen none of the Sharknados. I'm have happy to say. Not, right? I've seen none of the Sharknados. Right? Seriously, I would like to recommend to you the Sharknado movies. There's another one coming out soon, isn't there? There is. Yeah, I saw the poster. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know the 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 theory nobody sets out to make a bad movie except for the shark they, they did and they yeah. did it brilliantly <laughs> and so yes they're fucking awful but that was the whole point and so they're worth a watch i'll get to it i realized last night that i've seen none of the mission impossible films so i've downloaded all of those so i've got those to get through but after that i'll go from mission impossible to sharknado <laughs> Can I just say I, we? I just we saw part part six yesterday, and I can't recommend it. Henry Cavill is in a two and a half hour long movie and didn't even take his shirt off once. Oh, that is waste of time. Waste of time. I mean, that body is just remarkable. How was the moustache though? Quite good actually, because he sort of had the he had the moustache, but then he had sort of the the kind of the scruffy, you know, not quite a beard thing going stubble. on. So it wasn't, stubbly it sort of. yeah, stubble beard. Yeah. So it, it didn't look like, you know, like a 1980s undercover cop. So, um, yeah. I thought <laughs> well, that was that's yet it. another disappointment yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so on with the gaming news where yes. Fortnite is coming to Android. Get excited. I was oh. surprised it wasn't already on Android. Well, things take a little while to port over onto those things, don't they? It just but when I started playing Fortnite, it already felt like it was on everything. So whenever I looked it up on the Play Store and there was nothing, I was like, "Oh, really?" The, God, uh, taking your time. The iOS version of it is surprisingly playable. Yeah, that was the remarkable thing that everyone said when it came out. It was like this it runs good, and they've made decent changes to make it playable. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's one of the best mobile games I've played, although I've not really played many for a lot of years. Um, mm-hmm. The caveat on the uh, Android thing is it might be a Galaxy Note 9 exclusive for the first 30 days. So there you go. You it would still- honestly be cheaper to buy a console to play Fortnite on than buy Galaxy 9 when it comes out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And isn't the Galaxy Note 9 the enormous one? Yeah, um, it's, it's basically the size it's of the an note, iPad. Yeah, yeah, it's the uh, it's a uh, I think it's a phablet. Oh, a phablet. I think it is. I'm not sure. I think the Note series is is the is the big boys. Here's me, but with yeah, me, the other my iPhone Plus making fun of big phones. I'll shut my face. Mm-hmm. I carry <laughs> a bag because of the phone I own. I have. Yeah. That's oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But the other interesting uh, note is that uh, from some leaked uh, screenshots, it looks like rather than being when it does come to Android, instead of getting it through the Play Store, uh, you will have to sideload it. You basically have to do- go to the, you know, you'll have to uh, load up your browser on your phone, download uh, the APK file and install it from there, which will mean you have to uh, go into your settings and enable installing from third party, you know, from um, non-Play Store uh, locations, which right. is an interesting choice. Well, they're doing it because Google will take 30% of their in-app transactions. But you imagine that, you know, they didn't seem to have a problem with Apple doing this. Well, the difference is on Google, you've you got a choice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, you, you can't do it with iOS without breaking, without uh, jailbreaking. And I don't even know that you can do that anymore, you know? I'm not, I'm not, I haven't it, it's been, been a up in a lo- long time. It's been a long time since I've seen anything about jailbreaking iPhones. Because I, I think they just, they gave up the need to. You know, they, what are you going to do with it if you jailbreak it, other than put Fortnite on it, potentially? I think the, well, yeah, that, the would, argument, that, that would actually be a good reason. But The, ar- <laughs> the argument became, oh, you want to you wanna jailbreak your iPhone? Here's an Android phone. There you go. You no longer need to jailbreak your, Android, your, uh, yeah, your iPhone. There's that. And there's, the, you know, no basically, I, I think Apple were quite good with actually looking at what features the modders, the, the hackers were adding. And then making that part of iOS. So hmm. you things you would do when you jailbreak your iPhone, the number of reasons to do it just fell away. Yeah. And now I, I don't know if you even can. Uh, hmm. But the, I, I do, I get it from Epic Games' point of view. They don't want to give Google 30% of everything. Hmm. Um, and I've, I've noticed on, on iOS, all the, the V-Bucks, the 30% more expensive. Hmm. So... I wonder, yeah, because I mean, this is essentially what they did with you know the the desktop version because it you know instead of launching through Steam, like say PUBG did, uh, you know you had to. We were all very surprised when we realized you had to download the Epic Games launcher, which is basically the Fortnite launcher because who gives a shit about anything else that's on there? Uh, so yeah, I think they're making the same gamble with Android. I don't know if it'll pay off as well. I think people will be more sketched out by having to, you know, uh, go into your settings and check a box to say, you yeah, know, this is okay. You know, whereas on desktop, you just double click the thing and install it like usual. Oh, I, I agree. It definitely puts up a barrier for some people. It's a bit of a. I think they're making a bit of a calculated gamble here. I get it though. Yeah, I I do get it. Um, so we'll see what they do. <laughs> the other do. thing I is, mean, it means do, you know we, we don't know when this thing's coming out anyway. No, no. Mm. But I suppose as well, it, it stops them having to go through you know Valve or you know in this case Google, who you know whenever they want to push an update or anything like that, they just push it to their own thing and it's fine. And the game does update quite often. Like multiple times a week. So, yeah. I don't know what Play Store, you know, I don't know what the certification is for pushing out an update on there. No, I don't know. Mind you, Mm. again, they managed to do that all right on iOS. So Mm. I I imagine that would be okay. But still, this is all about money. Yeah, the bigger companies like Epic probably get more leeway than, you know, 
the little indies do for oh shit uh, yeah. yeah pushing out updates and stuff like that so yeah they're also making uh, they're they're going to bring out Fortnite action figures oh cool because <laughs> I, I the only those. one I've seen though is the uh, the only one I've seen uh, they've they've shown so far it's a single it's the big it's the fucking creepy one that they keep putting out. It's the, the, the teddy bear, you know, the pink bear. Oh, yeah, yeah. The giant head, you know, the furry fucking um, yeah, weird thing. So uh, they're teaming up with McFarlane Toys, who are quite good. They're quite good. Not my personal favorite, but they're 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 decent. Um, God, such a nerd. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, they seem to have... I mean, I haven't actually looked. I've never bothered to go into uh, like a, a Fortnite wiki or anything. Because the way the store works every day, it's randomized things you can buy on the store. Uh, skins and emotes and stuff like that. So I have no idea what the total number of skins available in Fortnite is. It must be easily in the hundreds, multiple hundreds oh, by now. I would imagine so. Yeah. So they've got plenty of fodder for uh, uh, for action figures. Yeah. Especially if they start doing like mix and match, you know, put this backpack and this thing, you know, I don't know if they're going to come with gliders or not. This is all just stuff to take up space on my shelf and collect this. <laughs> I, I had to really, I had to stop myself. You know, I was never great at uh, Overwatch, but uh, whenever they started uh, coming out with the action figures for Overwatch, I really had to pull myself to stop, Did, to stop myself from getting those. Should I be playing Overwatch? Um, you would probably enjoy it. Uh, I was never very. I was better at Overwatch than I was than I am at Fortnite. I think it's. I think I find first person shooters easier than third person shooters. Uh, very different games, though. Very different. You know, Fortnite's a battle royale. Uh, primarily, you know, the whole point is one part. You know, every man for himself. Whereas Overwatch, you know, team play and coordination are core to the experience. Yeah. I mean, cause my brother plays a lot of overwatch and most of the time he's sitting at home cursing his luck because he's been stuck with a team of absolute Rondos. idiots. Yeah. yeah. So moving on, I'm, I've been caught up in this video. The, the, ZX spectrum <laughs> Vega plus video uh, system has sort of shipped a little bit. Now, well, we, we've come not so this- much shipped as chat could, could be looking yeah. at the picture because it's so the, the first thing you notice about this video is that that thing is filthy. Yeah, that is the cheapest plastic that they could find. I wouldn't have been surprised if they put all their R&D money into devising a super cheap plastic, cheaper than any other plastic currently known to man. Uh, I looked. I, I went back and I looked at the uh, the concept renders and you know what people were promised, and it is pretty friggin' different to uh, to what this thing is. Uh, you know, they were promised a nice, sturdy-looking, shiny thing. The um, the buttons the, the buttons sort of jumped out at me because these buttons are uh, they're just plastic which has been painted onto. Right. Rather than injection molded. Like all, you know, all pretty much all controllers of the past 10 to 15 years, even like cheapo third party ones, they injection uh, mold the, 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 the button marking into the button so that no matter how much you rub at it, 
it's part of the plastic so it doesn't rub away. Whereas these things have just, you know, very clearly been painted onto the button and, they, you know, they're not going to survive very quickly. The screen is scratched up to shit. And the logos. It, <laughs> the logos are paper. The what? The logos, the Sinclair logo with the little rainbow thing. Those are pieces of paper that the, have been stuck underneath the uh, <laughs> underneath the screen. Oh. Sandwiched between the screen and the and the uh the the display. Oh, this looks terrible. I mean, I on the one hand I, I feel bad for the people that have clearly been ripped off and sold the shoddy products. And on mm. the other hand, says you're right for playing Zenex Spectrum games. My God. <laughs> well, uh, looking at the comments, it seems that people were saying that the buttons aren't mapped even on the thing when you get it. I think that's a, that's just a Spectrum thing is that you have to map your buttons to your, uh, to, you know, whenever you load up a game. I think that's just a, a holdover from, uh, you know, that era of gaming. Although probably, you know, if a, a, if a decent company had been doing this, they probably could have figured some sort of middleware to yeah. figure out how to map their controls to particular games. And that's kind of the saddest thing about this is, like, on the, ins- on the inside, you know, all this is, it's a, it's a Spectrum emulator in Pro- a box. Yeah. This should not have been hard. I, I feel like it's something we could put together if we wanted. I genuinely think this is, yeah. Yeah, I, I could do this. And from bits I've got lying around the house, like right now. Almost. By the built quality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think he said the first 400 out of 4,700 have gone out. <sighs> well, it, it will have stopped Indiegogo's... Uh, Debt collection people, I would imagine. Well, we'll have to see. I've been, uh, I have been, I was surprised when I saw this that I couldn't find any other videos of, you know, the people have done of theirs arriving. But when I realized that, you know, 400 people, that's not an awful lot. You know, it's really not. It's, yeah. It's really And this guy's not. video, I mean, you know, more part to him, but it is, you know, it's a mobile phone video and it's not great, but it does show off. I mean, it just looks cheap to hold. It looks pretty nasty, doesn't it? Yeah, it really oh. does. He says the D-pad's not great. The buttons do not look, you know, look at the look at that yellow, um, little rectangular yellow button. Just look at the amount of sort of space around it. That's going to break very easily. A super reflective screen. Well, at, le- at least, you know, they haven't entirely run off with all the money. <laughs> That's, that's I think just 95% of it. Yeah. Had the debt collectors not got involved, I think this, you know, even this would not have materialized. And this really does look like it was knocked up in like a week. Oh, well. I, I don't know. I wouldn't have. It didn't look like a good thing to back anyway. Uh, yeah. You, I, this, just this, so is, this is part get, of the problem with like Indiegogo and uh, what's the other one? Kickstarter. Kickstarter and yeah. All those. I, you don't know. We don't know. It's why I'm so irritated when I see something that looks really interesting and actually looks, you know, achievable. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't fucking trust you because you've just decided to go this route. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. That, you know, there are, there's so many things where it's like, oh, I wish I could trust you. 
you look like you're trying to do something fun, but you're probably just going to steal all my money. That's but, what uh, what, yeah. I, the reason that, you know, that the other reason for feeling bad about this is that this, you know, get yourself a cheap PSV or PSP and load up a, a you know, a spectrum emulator. Hell, get yourself a phone and load up a Spectrum emulator. Yeah, that, that's, and, that's entirely what I don't get about this. If you really want to play Spectrum games on the go, yeah, I I never wanted to play Spectrum games at home on a Spectrum. So this is all weird to me. But I'd love, I, I tell you what, though. I'd love, 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 love to hand one of these to Sir Clive and just, you know, Looking and say that's your logo on this, and just hmm. watch him crumple. Because <laughs> the man was all about his brand. He was, but I don't. Is, is he still alive? Is he dead? I'm not sure. I think. I think he is. <laughs> We're both googling now. Sinclair. Uh, born yeah, seventieth. Yeah. He did invent the electric calculator, though. So. Oh yeah, you know, ups and downs really. Micro Man, great little TV movie. Love that movie. It's yeah, so it? good. Whenever I feel down, I put that on, and for some reason, <laughs> it cheers me up. Great movie. Uh, yeah, really great. I fully, fully endorse that. In other news, Shadow of the Tomb Raider trailer using music from Uncharted Two because Uh-oh. it's jungle music. Mm. <laughs> What? <laughs> when you say jungle music? But yes, it ironically won't be Do you mean jungle like jungle, music. you know, <laughs> drum and bass, heavy, you know. I uh, don't listen to that noise. Ooh. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, ne- I really never did. I, I hated modern... My music stopped. Oh, late 99, 2000. You, you very much into Britpop, I guess. Yeah, that was... That, I can't help it. It's when you're born, oh, isn't it's it? It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's when you're born, and by the time you're sort of 20, 21, your music taste is entirely locked in, and you kind of aren't interested in anything else. And at that point in my life, that's when uh, drum and bass and jungle and everything else was kind of invented and exploded into mainstream, and I hated every fucking minute of it. I was... <laughs> Just spent the next 15 years of, where's my guitars? Come on. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, hated Jungle. Yeah, yeah. I'm all Oasis, Blur, and Pulp. And pulp? I'm, much, pulp. I'm much better than that now, actually. My, my taste in music is quite eclectic. <laughs> but I don't know the music from Uncharted 2. So I probably I, would. I, I, I tend to absorb. I, I'm very good at like whenever, you know, an ad comes on the TV, I'm like, that's the music from fucking, you know, it's usually some, it's usually like a Netflix show or a HBO show that they, they decide to steal from. But uh, yeah, so this seems to be a, a case of uh, a lot of video game music, even stuff where it is, you know, fully orchestral and, you know, originally created, they still have a tendency to use uh, samples that they've gotten from uh, libraries as like a basis, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a, a temp track like they do for films uh, where, you know, an, a, a director or whoever will write to a bunch of music from other films and sources. And then he'll give that music to the orchestra, uh, the, uh, the composer to say, this is what I was using. So do something like this. And the composer 
will forever hate that fucking director for the rest of their lives. Uh, <laughs> really, they fucking hate it. I love it. Uh, so, yeah, this seems to be a case where they both, uh, the uh, un- uh, Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raiders, used the same uh, drum sample as a basis for a piece of music for their marketing. And people were very quick to point out that it was from Uncharted 2. These which, things happen. These things happen, but considering mm-hmm. that, you know, the Uncharted series, kind of, you know, Sony exclusive at the time, that really, you know, came about because Tomb Raider went multi-platform and then it kind of started to suck and now Tomb Raider's trying to, you know, it's been superseded and now it seems to be, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. It is an unfortunate coincidence that this particular game is the one that they've, uh, they've inadvertently copied. Oh, I'd love a team up. I'd love a team up on Uncharted Tomb Raider. Yeah. That'd, that'd be an interesting game. Yeah. That I wouldn't play. Alison would. <laughs> I, yeah, I would, I would play that. I would uh, play that. I would love to see, because it would just be hilarious watching. I'd love to see the uh, the reaction shots, Nathan reacting to the many horrible ways Lyra gets killed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, Jesus fucking Christ. She did uh, well, yeah. And give him no death animations. <laughs> Uh, Wasn't it only recently everybody figured out he doesn't have a health bar, he just has luck? They say that. Mm. I'm not sure. That was, I, I I think I mentioned a while ago, I, I, it was one of the Company of Heroes games back in the day that did that. The idea that the longer you were out in the open, the redder your screen got. And it wasn't indicating you were taking damage, it was indicating your likelihood of being shot. and Because being shot once was, you know, game over. And Uncharted, they've sort of said that's what's happening here. But I'm d- sure I've seen him take a bullet or two. It does kind of make more sense to do it that way. Yeah. You know, otherwise games are unrealistic and we know how shooter, shooter fans hate unrealistic games. Absolutely. So, uh, you know. Hey, do you want to guess what the best-selling games console was last month? What is it the, was it the Vega Plus? It was not the Vega Plus, no. I have, I'm out of, out of answers. I, I have nothing. Left. Well, I'll tell you, because you know, because you put the agenda together, but I'll tell you anyway, it was the Nintendo Classic Mini. <laughs> was the best-selling, co- outsold the PS4, outsold the Xbox One, outsold the Switch. I think everyone suddenly well, realised, oh, they actually have these now for 50 And also, quid. they cost, yeah, I was going to say, they cost a quarter of all those other things. So, yeah, why not? That, that is also a thing. Yes. Yeah, it, it was uh, the best-selling by unit number. Uh, the PlayStation 4 still made more money, but uh, the Switch sold more units. Or not the Switch, the, the, the NES Classic. I do intend to pick one up at some point, just if only for the novelty value, but I will get I am used super tempted. Well, I've got, <laughs> the, I've got the SNES one and I love it to bits. It seems a shame not to have the NES one then. Exactly. That's where I am mm. with it. And at forty nine ninety nine, it's not like we're talking about stupid money, you know, mm. um, I sent more money than that to limited run games last month. So, you know, why the heck not? I, we'll yeah. I just, I, Oh, oh wait, hold on. 
Yeah, I just looked at it. Uh, CEX, <laughs> for old times' sake, are still selling it for sixty-two pounds, despite them. the fact that you can get it on Amazon for fifty. I was yeah, I was just checking that out. How are they still a thing? <laughs> how is this a how is this a profitable business model? Because people buy stuff, and we still kind of want them to be there. I'd be crushed if game went away altogether. Mm. But, but yeah, CEX right. are no game. CEX are sort of you know they're seedier, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. They feel like sort of a, a little bit more uh, back alley. They really do. Yeah. God, like was, every time you go in, you expect to come out with an infection. I I I was in there the other day getting some games as you do, and I I was stood behind this guy in the queue and. It, I, I almost wanted to just interrupt and say, excuse me, but who the fuck do you think you are? What, <laughs> what was he doing? Where, where do you think you are? And who the fuck do you think you are? Because he came in and he got to the front of the queue and he got out his laptop and he started explaining how it wasn't quite working right. And it, oh, he thinks God. it's something wrong with the power. And all the time he's talking, the guy behind the counter is trying to interrupt him to say, we, we don't fix laptops. Yeah. And he got, he wouldn't let himself be interrupted. He got all the way through his story before the guy was like, yeah, we don't, we, we just sell laptops. Sometimes we don't, we don't fix them at all. Did you buy that from us? No. Like, well, <laughs> nothing we can do. For what, you, what do you want me to do about it? And then he said, can, can, can I help you with anything else? And he said, yes, I want little Britain series two on DVD. <laughs> That, I think they could have helped him with. And they checked to see if they had it in, and he just stood there at the counter until the guy behind the counter got someone else to go and get the fucking DVD off the shelf for him. <sighs> and that was it. He was treating it like it was like a, an old-timey shop where you just go to the <laughs> counter and ask for things one at a time. Like, a place where a little bell rings when you open the door. Yeah. And I just like, who the fuck do you think you are? You did you make sweat. some? Uh, did you make some good faces for the guy behind the counter to see? I, I you know, sometimes you, you were do. sharing in his pain. Yeah, I sometimes do, but I didn't that day. I, I was too angry. I, I just. <laughs> I've, to- I've got to say, as as a as person who spent a lot of their uh, inverted commas career in retail environments, um, generally what you'll find with people who like that is that these are people who are quite lonely and maybe haven't spoken to somebody for a week, and Hello. so um, want to go and talk to somebody, any sort of living human who will give them any sort of response. So uh, yeah, that that was generally my experience. Those of you out there who need that, please don't do it at the front of a busy queue in a shop. Escorts have never been cheaper. I I totally understand the need for company and friends and conversation, but you know, try a pub or mm. just not not a busy shop, or at least not in front of me in the queue in that busy shop. I just uh, go into a vet and like pet people's dogs. That you could do that as well. Try that. Mm. Uh, do you know what this is? We actually, I thought I'd posted it, but we haven't. I haven't clearly. Uh, is Nintendo did release all their sales oh, yeah, figures yeah, yeah, yeah. this week? Yeah, uh, the lifetime sales. I was surprised by that. Uh, I will. Well, it's it a, it's a little bit lower than we expected. I think um, the Switch is has sold just short of twenty million units. 
which actually isn't in any way a failure or <laughs> bad. Yeah. I, I think people just expected more. So they're like, ah, oh, you've failed. Yeah. Because that's what they do. Uh, no, I, I am slightly annoyed that this, uh, this chart, it, it doesn't tell you, you know, it doesn't list the, what the lifetime of that console, of each console was. And also they do, they sort of group together families of things. So the Nintendo 3DS is there with 72.89 million units. It doesn't say how long that has been on the shelves. And that obviously also includes all the iterations of the 3DS plus the 2DS. Similarly, the Nintendo DS is just one thing. Doesn't list all the iterations. They did split Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. Sold any of those in the last year? Not in the last, no, this isn't the last year. This is Lifetime. Oh, right. This is over the entire, you know, lifetime of the, the products. And I was kind of surprised by uh, the, the weird sort of slow decline until the Wii came along because, it, you know, the Famicom and NAS was 61 mil. Then the SNES was 49 mil. Then the N64 was 32. Then the GameCube was 21 and then suddenly the Wii comes along and you're up to 101 million. And then from that, you go to the Wii U, which is their saddest, saddest story of all time, where it went down to 13 mil. I, I think they let themselves get... They, they became like the third place, and they seem to be sort of happy with that. Mm. Like... That, but that then c- when the Wii, the success of the Wii sort of... Uh, it made them think they were uh, they could do no wrong, and yeah. then the Wii U sort of. I I like I kind of I kind of like the Wii U because it was maybe a kick in the balls that they needed to yeah. you know say you can't just do what you want to do you have to fucking be you know keep in mind what the consumer wants yeah and they became increasingly hostile to third party software as well. Yes, you know very much so. The 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 SNES and the Mega Drive were always neck and neck with stuff, but by the time you got onto the next generation with the N sixty four, where yeah. they didn't have the storage because of the the, the lack of CDs. Oh it, yeah, the PS one knocked that into a yeah. cat. And and they didn't have the sense to fix that for the GameCube. They went and did it again. We're gonna have our own little disc, and yet you're still gonna need memory cards. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I think that's what the problem was. You couldn't, if you were intro, you, you, they made it so you were either into Nintendo games or you couldn't buy a, just live off their console alone. Cause um, I remember that GameCube, some great games, some thoroughly amazing games that are still mm. getting, you know, ported and remastered today, but the fucking, the, the dry spells between those, re- those first party releases, was punishing yeah well i think to be honest though when we had a gamecube it was kind of um that was okay because the bloody games cost so much that's what you could yeah. really have, that's <laughs> yeah. the only time you could only afford them sort of the only every six months that games came out that you wanted to buy you were so, really it was also you were quite fortunate that you know the first party games tended to be quite large because yes. you were going to be playing them for a while whereas you know Whenever I had my PS2 and my my Xbox, it was, you know, I could play 10 games a week and never have to play the same one twice. It was amazing. Yeah. But uh, but their, their handheld seals have always been strong. Well, that's what's kept them alive, I think. 
Yeah. Um, because they, they, they are still the, the, the only word in portable gaming, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah, the yeah. game in town, did not they? Uh, uh, Sony tried for a while, and I, I get that people like the Vita and the uh, other one. Yeah, the but, PSP and the PSV. Yeah, but they, they didn't... They, you just don't fuck with Nintendo in the portable gaming arena, clearly. It is um, funny that the biggest threat to Nintendo in handheld market wasn't, you know, Sony, the big games <laughs> company. It was mobile phones. Yeah. It was mobile gaming, it was iOS and Android that were the big threats to it. And I, I think they've only managed to stave that off. Because they be- have buttons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Was that what you were going to say? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I stabbed on your toes there. I thought I was being facetious. No, it's because of buttons. <laughs> it really is because of buttons. That's why I won't play a game on my phone. It's not because my phone can't run a game. Of course it can run a fucking game. Your phone it, can run Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, it runs Fortnite, and on the at least on the phone screen, it looks at least as good as the Switch version, you know. Uh, but it has no buttons. Oh, uh, we forgot the other threat to Nintendo in the handheld gaming market: um, the Nokia and Gage. Yeah, they were shitting themselves there for, <laughs> for, for for maybe part of a morning. Oh, you know, was uh, there ever a time when that was not a joke? No. I can't really, you know, I never no. remember any anticipation for that thing. There was, there was never a time. I, I had anticipation for it because I was the uber nerd that knew it was coming. But <laughs> as soon as you saw what it actually ended up being, then you just, oh no, this is ridiculous. And it was clearly ridiculous. As yeah. soon as you found out that you had the, the speaker and the microphone of the phone were on the side mm-hmm. and you hold it outwards from your head as soon as yeah. i saw that it's like well then this is garbage there's just no no way you could use this as a phone um that's the way it goes their games have sold pretty well though nintendo's uh, stuff over the last year they've shifted 11 million copies of super mario odyssey um, which people bloody love uh 10 million copies of mario kart 8 deluxe i mean th- this is just a reason to, to port things from the Switch when you, from the Wii U, sorry, when you look at this, because you've got... They oh, yeah. managed to sell another 10 million copies of Mario Kart 8. Of course they ported it over. They've sold nearly, two, well, a million and a half copies of Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze since April, which is really good. Um, it, it looks like Xenoblade Chronicles 2 wasn't all that popular because that's been out quite a while. And they were pushing that quite hard. Yeah. Uh, when it when it came out. Yeah, that was a before Christmas game. So it's yeah. had a long a lot longer on Donkey Kong Country to sell those units and it's only just beaten it. Um I'm still stunned that two and nearly two and a half million people bought one two switch. <laughs> that is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's well, that is bizarre, the thing that should have been the packing game. But it's it's a good it's it's nice to see their stuff do well. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it is a list of entirely Nintendo stuff, so it looks like it's it's done really well because mm-hmm. there's no one else's stuff on the list. But there you go. And hey, Pokemon sells quite a lot there, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be uh, Pokemon and uh, Smash Brothers this year. That's going to be, I'd say, another pretty significant uptick in, I, I in can't. Uh, Switch sales. 
I wouldn't blame them for looking at these figures and thinking, well, we sold 16 million copies of Pokemon Sun and Moon. When the next Pokemon game comes out on Switch, we'll sell 16 million Switches to go mm. with it. And they won't be yeah. far wrong with that. I mean, if they, I mean, I'm sure, I'm positive that there will be, you know, it'll be a, they'll do a bundle. Oh, they'll so do a bundle. Yeah. I think we'll still, uh, still see bundles with this other Pokemon thing that comes out. Yeah. Because uh, that was the thing that was heavily rumored. And uh, those rumors that came out about that were pretty much all correct. So, I know the money. Yeah. yeah, so I'm still expecting to see a, a bundle with those. Probably even, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they did, you know, uh, exclusive, you know, paint jobs for the Switches or exclusive Joy-Cons. I bet they do yellow and brown Joy-Cons. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And isn't the other one gray and pink or something like that? They well, could- Pikachu's yellow and brown and uh, Eevee's uh, sort of, well, brown and white, I suppose. God, I hate that I know so much about Pokemon. Then you do a yellow, a brown, and a white Joy-Con. Yeah. And that's what you ship them out with. Oh, I just had the image. Oh, it came into my head. No, I can't get it out. Ugh. Imagine, uh, I'm sure someone's got, I'm sure it's probably already available. Uh, furry Joy-Con grips, like flocked with fur. Ew. Yeah. Really, oh, that gets uh, sweaty and gross. Don't do that. Yeah, no, don't. Session <laughs> furry Joy-Con. Oh, that's going to get you some weird results. Go for it. It really doesn't. And it, well, nor, nor does it supply any pictures of furry Joy-Cons. You might have I'm, just been the first person to think of that. Well, it's annoying because I, um, <laughs> the thing that made me think of it is I have, uh, <laughs> uh, the Flaming Lips did a special edition of their album Embryonic, which came in uh, a, a sleeve that was furry. And that's what made me think of it. Ah. Good album, that. Don't know it. It's quite good. Uh, Steam removed a game that was hijacking computers for Bitcoin mining. Yeah. Just when you think gaming can't get any sketchier. Yeah. Interesting method they had, though. It was was a platformer, a really simple little platformer. But the idea was that it had... uh, uh, items like steam, you know, inventory items that could drop. And the way it was programmed was the longer the game was running, the more likely it was to drop the rare items, which would sell for, you know, higher amounts on, uh, the steam marketplace. So it was encouraging people to just leave the game running in the background while they went and did other things. But some people noticed that the game was, uh, it was taking up more system resources and more, particularly more GPU resources than was usual for a game, you know, that was a really simplistic little platformer, a little 2D platformer. And yeah, it it turns out that some of the background processes uh, were most likely uh, using your system to mine Bitcoins. Genius. It is genius. I mean, it's and it's not exactly. I kind of like the psychological aspect of it of using the the items to manipulate you into leaving the game running. Yeah, it is kind of brilliant, and it is. I don't know. 
It's slightly less evil than the thing that was happening a few years ago where it was the idea that your computer was going to be uh, enslaved to a, a botnet mm. and used, uh, you know, as part of like DDoS attacks and shit like that. In a way, someone just hijacking your computer to make themselves some money while the game is running. I'm almost not pissed off by that <laughs> because if I'm dumb enough to fall for it. Is it even illegal? I mean, I know what, what we're talking I'm about is sure. Steam kicking them out of the store, which, I mean, really, the, the shock here is that Steam had any fucking standards about anything. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it, it's not they're not stealing your money. No, they're not stealing anything they're, from you. They're, they're, they're stealing processing power, but it's not... Yeah. They're, not do, they're only doing it while you're running their game. They're not installing something, you know, in the background that runs, you know while you're doing other shit. Yeah. Uh, from what I can tell, this thing, you know, shuts off whenever you stop playing the game. That's why they encourage you to keep playing the game with the stupid drops. But I'm kind of not pissed off about this. I'm, I'm, I'm more impressed. <laughs> it's skeezy. It's definitely not. Oh yeah. No, it's not, it's not cool, but you know, it's, but it's, it's, impressive. it's, it's, it's not hurt anyone. No, mm-hmm. nobody's been attacked over this. Nobody, you know, it's, it's just, you know. Yeah. I mean, even this article on Game Informer ends our take. It's pretty interesting how this all works, even if it is pretty scary at the same time. And yeah, mm-hmm. I'm on board with that. It's unethical, but like, I don't know if it's immoral. I, yeah, I don't even probably know not if illegal. entirely <laughs> unethical. I mean, when I mean, could you they, imagine that as a, as a, as a business model? Like, imagine launching, you know, like a full feature game and saying this game is completely free to play. We have no loot boxes. We have no microtransactions of any kind. You download this game, you play it for free forever. But, but it mines in Bitcoin. the background, it will mine some Bitcoin for us. And that's how we make our money back. What would you, I mean. I don't have a problem with that. I can't, yeah. I, I honestly don't have a problem with that. As long as like the, the amount of processing power it was using wasn't hurting the game itself that it was running. Yeah. And as long as they told me, I'd kind of be, I'd be okay-ish with that. Yeah. I, I don't immediately have a problem. I'm prepared to be told why I'm wrong. Absolutely. And, and why there's a big glaring sort of, no, this, this would actually be really bad and here's why kind of thing. But I can't see what that thing is right now. I, what I, I need, what I need, is a, an ad with uh, really harsh music and uh, big gritty letters on top to tell me why this thing is uh, so bad and so negative. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I need. Yeah. Mm. And Valve- you wouldn't shit in a policeman's hat, would you? No. No. Uh. <laughs> uh <laughs> What else is this from Steam here? Adds warnings <laughs> to protect users from scam items. Oh, this is more Valve this Marketplace, is another, Steam Marketplace stuff, isn't it? Valve really do seem to have made a rod for their own back with the whole item trading thing. Yeah. I mean, I I hope the amount of money they've got out of it has made it worse, worth all of the legal trouble and the negative press that has constantly followed this around and it's come off the back of the reason they set up item trading was so you could trade hats in fucking team fortress two. 
Not sell, trade. Yeah. But um, no, you know. It's big business. <sighs> I bet they're making millions off it. Oh, they absolutely are. I bet it's well worth it. Just my guess. But I bet it is, you know. I bet So what was what was happening here is that like games were creating uh items which looked like rare items from other games and they were using that, you know, they were basically counterfeit and they were using that to scam people out of money selling them, you know, a hat, a super rare hat for TF2 that when they got it was not a hat for TF2. It was actually just, you know, nothing <laughs> really. Uh, so yeah, Valve says they, they, they've uh, removed two games from the store for peddling fake items and they're also... This is what confuses me about this is that they've removed two games for doing it, but they've said that they're going to be putting in warnings on items suspected of being fake, which if you suspect the items of being fake, yeah, then take them. Why out. aren't you removing them from, why aren't you at the very least removing the items? If well, not the game that they are, you know, associated with the answer to your question is because they're valve. Yeah. That's why would you do the thing that makes sense and is the most reasonable when you could do this other thing that makes everybody sort of blink and shake their heads in bewilderment at what you've just done. That's the valve way. (laughs) I do. The whole thing is kind of made up for by the fact that they have a uh, developer called Tony Paloma. That's a fucking great name. That is a great name. Yeah. You know, they, this is the company that had that meeting saying, well, I guess we are going to have to regulate what goes in our own store. So I said, or, or <laughs> now what we could do. Just hear me out. <laughs> and that person uh, wasn't fired. I, you know, they all, there were well, enough people in the room were, that were just, yeah, yeah, let's do that. It, That's a better idea. Look, when Tony Paloma tells you something, you believe him. Because <laughs> he's, you know, he's a stand up guy. He is. I, I feel like he's got an album coming out soon, though. I and, hear he once got punched Steven Seagal and Seagal apologized. I, th- I think that's how it was. I think Steven Seagal actually isn't a tough guy, really, is he? Isn't that a thing? But no, just, yeah, well, he's, you know, he's the one. The, Tony Paloma is the one person that Steven Seagal has apologized to. And that was a hell of an achievement. It, yes. <laughs> and so ends our news for this week. Yep. Such as it is. And we move on to talking about the things we've been playing. Oh, dear. Do you like to go first? Me. Me? Me or me or Rich? You go first, Emma. You. Okay, well, <laughs> me has been playing Minecraft and nothing else. I've been time. I've been building a castle. I've been running away from Enderman. Yeah, it's been smashing. Uh, there's not really much more to say about it because... Um, you know, there's nothing more tiresome than listening to me say, oh, I built a dirt house. Oh, I, found, I found a cave with a shitload of coal in it. It was the happiest day of my life. Um, so, does, does your castle have a name? Uh, no, not at the moment. Um, oh. I'm just more pissed off that I, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm doing, I'm sort of splitting my time between survival and creative at the moment. So the castle is in creative mode at the moment. Oh, um, so it's not a real castle then. It is a real castle in that it exists mm-hmm. as as a save file on my computer. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not going to be sitting there. I would I, to make a castle in survival the size of the one I'm making in creative. I would have to basically strip mine the planet. So it's just it's uh, it's uh, easier just to do in creative. And also, it means that you know you can you can fuck it up and not feel absolutely destroyed by. Does it by have crenel- stuff? 
Does it have crenellations? Uh, not at the moment, actually. I was going to build a... Um, Again, not a real castle. But I was going to build a Do flying even fortress have a on it. It's going to have a moat. It's going to have a Don't moat, but it's um, it's going to. It was going to have a flying buttress on it. Uh, so, but I couldn't quite make it work, really. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to do some other some other cool stuff with it. But uh, yes, yeah, so I'm very happy with it. We having a lovely time. So, but that is literally all I've been doing this week. Um, yeah, I do. That's, I do that's remember it. the year years ago when Minecraft was a very different game. The reason I quit was because I was spending hours and hours on it a day. And I remember I quit uh, because I had, one evening, I had a really vivid dream where I was in the world. You know, I was the character walking around. And suddenly, all of the blocks underneath me sort of fell away into this endless void of blackness. And I was falling through with all these blocks. And I woke up in a, in a, in a sweat. I was like, ah, okay, it's enough Minecraft for now. Yeah, that's, that's when it's time to stop. And I, I haven't gone back yet. I think I still have. I think I still have an account. <laughs> Probably they have really cool stuff there. I mean, they have llamas in it now. Mike loves llamas. Yeah. Llamas. <laughs> and you can, you can, you can. So you can tame them, and then you can put them in a little wagon train, and they can carry all your shit around. Well, back when back in my day, they had we had pigs and sheep, and we liked it. it. Cows. We liked it. No, <laughs> yeah, there's cows. cows. There's parrots. You can you can tame a parrot and have it sit on your shoulder and be your parrot friend. I mean, this you know, this is a clear sign of moral degradation. This sounds like just an epic gaming experience so far. Things have changed from when I remember them, and this is clearly bad. I need I, to write a letter to someone. I don't know who. Well, actually, you can write a letter to fucking Mojang because I've got beef with them because I I got a um <laughs> I was looking at some of their books. On you know on the shelf uh, the other day and um, you know and it's like you know guide to redstone oh yeah yeah and they're all the same except for one of them which is slightly longer because they're sort of they're white books where they have coloured sort of half one colour uh, spines and then half of it is red and one of them the yellow one I think it's the guide to it's guide to creative the yellow is slightly longer than the other oh, ones so that. they're not even oh that is that is deeply disappointing just that, so I, upsetting yeah it's yeah, a special that is place in hell for people that do that speaking of which the one Minecraft book I've always been tempted to get every time I walk past like the um the religious uh shop in town they always ha- they still have it in the window the New Testament in Minecraft, they did yeah. a, a New Testament animated, you know, with pictures that, you know, they've built little uh, scenes from the Bible in Minecraft. Wow. It's wonderful. I'm waiting for them to do a Fortnite one. That actually sounds like I would want that. Yeah, it's, it is hilarious. It's uh, Minecraft. I don't think that, that's an official Mojang product. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. You see, this is the thing. You look up, you look for uh, Minecraft. Bible, you get uh, the the Holy Bible for Minecrafters, but I'm actually talking about, you know, yeah, the unofficial, bi- uh, yeah, oh no, no, that is the Holy Bible for Minecrafters. It's, you know, they have on the cover scenes from like Jonah and the Whale, giant, you know, it's kind of impressive, some of it. I like yeah. stuff like that. I wish I still had my copy of Yorkshire Bible Stories, <laughs> which were popular, well-known Bible stories written in a Yorkshire dialect. Yeah, no, build the center boat before it starts lagging it down. That kind there of thing. are multiple different ones by multiple different authors. I want, I, I hope, you know, I want to read the Old Testament because that's got some, you know, that's what back when yeah, God I was, was going to say it's it's difficult to to um, PG thirteen the Old Testament. 
um it sort of reminds me of like when i was a kid because i was really into like when i was about six or seven i was super into like myths and legends so greek norse egyptian and then obviously you read them at that age and they're in the kids i mean they are the kids versions and then when you grow up you go oh my god they are really not child appropriate (laughs) (laughs) i just sell your teenage daughter type thing you know they know they really brush over how the minotaur came about and things like oh yeah yeah sounds good Mike, what have you been playing then? Uh, oh, no. Well, the good news, the good news is that I never have to reconsider any of my uh, old opinions ever again. Were my they, word is law. Were those I opinions fixed, right in the first place? I am a fixed point in time and space of empirical truth. Come unto me and ask of your questions, and I shall provide thee with answers. Is there going to be a Minecraft version of the Bible? Ah, <laughs> uh, so I played some. I played quite a lot of No Man's Sky this week. Um, so yeah, I started playing, and what's interesting is uh, you know all the way through, I, I was putting in a lot of time into the game, and it's definitely a lot better than it was. They've made, I mean, it looks gorgeous. It looks really nice. They made a lot of graphical improvements. Uh, they have like volumetric clouds in the sky uh, that cast, you know, real time shadows on the ground. Uh, they've done a lot of uh, uh, curating, a bit more, you know, work on the procedural generation so that while things are still weird and wacky, they're not like ugly. Things still tend to look good. The creatures are more believable and they look more like animals rather than, you know, abominations. And they've added a load of uh, a lot more variation, a lot more sort of like different biomes and different uh, ways things can be generated. Uh, the the mechanisms like the crafting and that, they've they've changed that in a lot of ways. I'm not 100% sure they're, they're better maybe, but they're still kind of annoying. Where uh, before you you mined for stuff and then you went into your inventory and you had to combine that in different ways to create different resources to allow you to craft more stuff to allow you to make better things and make more upgrades and stuff like that. They've added different things like uh, instead now you might have to instead of being able to do it in your menu, you have to build a refiner to turn one resource into another. And uh, the thing that I really got into was uh, base building. I, that was sort of the the thing that grabbed me. I wanted to build a really cool base, so I picked that, you know, and the part of that is like finding the right planet, one that has a nice environment and you like the view and you find like a nice range that you want to set your, uh, your base up on. And I got really into that and jumping back and forth, but there were a lot of, uh, there were still like loads of really annoying little choices and things that just, made playing the game frustrating and i never felt that i was actually really enjoying it like i'd be i'd play for like three or four hours at a time and i'd look up at the clock and find that you know all this time had passed and i would look at what i had and i'd be like okay i'll come back to this tomorrow and i'll do some more and would, I would want to come back to it but at, at no point did i feel any sense of accomplishment and I was really struggling with the thought that was going to my head was it's definitely a lot better than it was, but I still don't know if that's good 
And I spent about 30 hours wondering this. And I was really, really relieved when having to make that decision was taken completely out of my hands. Uh, because the game decided to corrupt my 30R uh, save file. And if I wanted to continue playing, I would have to start a game from scratch. No. Fuck you, Minecraft. Fuck you. Why would Minecraft do about it? To Sorry, get me no. Sorry, Minecraft is in my head. Fuck you, No Man's Sky. Edit that. Fuck you, No Man's Sky. Sean Murray is... Oh... It was. It must be so sad for him because last week I sort of cracked the door to the chamber of fire, and I was looking at him like, mm, I wonder if I. W-. And I've spent the last week sort of standing at the door, tapping my foot, saying, maybe I won't add more fire to the room, but maybe you know, he doesn't deserve quite this. But nope, slam the door shut. I never, ever have to worry that I have made a mistake. Ever again. Clearly you were right. I am right. Yeah. I I have always been right. So were you successful in obtaining a refund? Well, here's the thing. Here's what happened. Uh last week, whenever we were whenever I was struggling over buying it, uh, I bought it and I played it for a couple of hours and I wasn't sure. And then I got a refund. But then the next day I was like, ah, oh, well, maybe I didn't give it enough time. Maybe I didn't, you know, give it a, a fair shot. So I bought it again. Uh, Christ. And then I put in the uh, the 30 hours. So I, I did I did try to get a refund again the other day, but they said no. And to be fair, okay, fair enough. So it is in my inventory, but it is uh, I've uninstalled it and uh, I shan't be loading it up again. Uh, well, really, and now it sort of stands as a every if we have another game like this, you know, we can just direct you to your Steam library and say, look at it. Look yeah. at it and think. And I am the thing that really is annoying me is I um whenever I look at my, you know, I took some screenshots and I played around in the photo mode and I, you know what's so disappointing is there is a great game there, but they just can't seem to get to it. Well, I won't bother them. No, I I, I would strongly <laughs> yeah. advise uh if you haven't been able to guess, I would advise you to uh to avoid. Uh, no man's guy. No, uh, the other good bit, bit of news on that is um, that happened on uh, that happened two days ago, and uh, just was it, yeah, yesterday, uh, Yakuza Zero launched on Steam, so that has freed up all my time. I will be. I haven't started yet, but I will be putting all my time into uh, Yakuza Zero with the occasional Fortnite break. Allison's playing it right now. Is she still on zero or is she on Kiwami? Done Kiwami, gone back to zero to do it again. Wow. Yeah. Okay. She's on a, she's on a second playthrough. Dang, son. So I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to it uh running it at uh, smooth smooth frame rate uh, on my on my big ass screen. It, it mm. looks Gonna pretty awesome on the PS4. I'll I must Oh yeah, yeah, it. they did a good job with that. They did. They did a damn good job. I looked. I uh, I went back and looked at. It's actually an older video on um, Digital Foundry. They did it when Yakuza Kiwami was still Japan only. Before they announced that it was coming to, that they were uh, localizing it for uh, English regions. Right. And they did a they did a comparison between the the PlayStation Two original and Kiwami. And God, 
damn, it's a hell of an improvement. Oh, I bet. Yeah. It's, it, uh, you know, an undeniable massive improvement. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to starting that. Uh, and then I'll, uh, and then I'll probably once I, hopefully by the time I'm done with that, Yakuza Kiwami will be out on PC. So I'll start that again. Even though I have it on PS4, it's been so long since I played it that I would want to start again. Yeah, I can't go back to a game if I've left it for too long. I can't pick up a save. Oh no, you have to start again. Yeah. No, I totally understand that. I'm the same with uh, lots of things. I'm going to have to start Majora's Mask again when I pick that up. And that kind of prevents me from picking things up again. A little bit, because you're like, well, I left it once. (laughs) It's like going back, you know, it's like hooking back up with an axe. It's like, well, there was a reason this ended. Well, I, I got I, distracted by other things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, uh, so that's, you know, uh, No Man's Sky and then Fortnite were all I was playing last week. I, I have, uh, I, I did, um, I, I have pre-ordered. I thought I was buying it, but uh, it turns out I've, I pre-ordered it. Uh, Two Point Hospital. Yeah. Which is the spiritual sequel to uh, Theme Hospital? I thought it was already out, uh, but uh, I think I think came through from Fanatical. Uh, they had it cheaper than Steam was doing it. Uh, they had it on Steam; it's like twenty-two quid, uh, but Fanatical were doing it for twenty. So I thought, oh, fair enough. That's a fiver off, you know, the full price. So I activated it in Steam, and then I went to install it, and I went to the store page. It was like available thirtieth of August. I was like, yeah. well, at least I've got Yakuza. It, it was just a little bit too far off for me to buy it. Yeah. I, if I had known I was pre-ordering, I probably wouldn't have. But I thought, oh, it's out now. I'll get it. But I'm I'm not pissed off about that. It was only, you know, 20 quid. And it's, you know. You'll have the, it when uh, it's there. All the previews are so far pointing to it being quite good. Smashing. Yep. So what have you been up to? Lots of things. My uh, PC remains ever glorious. I have gotten <laughs> in more into The Witcher, and oh, while, yes. uh, while it hasn't yet encompassed every thought in my head, it has become obvious how and why it's going to do that. Um, <laughs> when you, you, you basically, I don't think this is spoilers at all, you first sort of, you're looking for somebody. You're looking yeah. for, like, your, your ex and in your journey to do so, the first place you come to is a town that have a bit of a griffin problem. And you think, right, I'll just get the contract to kill the griffin, kill the griffin, and we'll carry on. No, you won't. (laughs) What you're going to do is you're going to start into this massive spider's web of different side missions and people and quests and other things and leveling up and a whole world of shit to deal with before you can get close to perhaps thinking about dealing with that griffin. And I thoroughly encourage you go to every single map marker before you fight oh, the yeah. griffin. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because you will want to come back and do those again once you fought the griffin, but once you fought the griffin and this isn't a spoiler, once you fought the griffin, it kicks off a bunch of, uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, sort of cutscenes, which carry you through to the next area. So it just saves you time rather than having to go back to the starting area. Okay. Just yeah. do that all, do that all before you start the Griffin fight. Right. So yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, you, you're aware. And I've probably said this before, as you're playing it, you're playing a high class level of game here. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just so nice and so well done and put together. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm sort of dipping into it, but knowing it will grab me if I'm not careful. <laughs> You're just teasing, teasing yeah. at the moment. Yeah, um, I nearly got my grabbed myself a Steam Link this week. Uh, they there was one cheap in CEX. Uh, I've, I've never seen one in my CEX. Um, have you I, just been beamed up? No, no, there was. Sorry, no, no that was um, my TV going off mute. Sorry. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> uh, so I've also been playing F1 2017 some more. It still looks like the TV. It wears me out to play because it's so like fucking driving. <laughs> uh, with, you know, which is kind of unavoidable. Uh, the the free to play games have grabbed me this week, though. I mean, aside from me still being so unimaginably awful at Fortnite again for no apps, no reason. I I I don't know that I've done a single thing from week three. Like, I I I finished them yesterday. I, I'm being so bad at them, and I I need to basically just get my iPad out and go to probably IGN's list of his where all the things are and just work my way through it. But that's what, that's what I do. I, it, <laughs> I have well, no shame yeah. in that. Um, I, it's what I imagine most people do, to be perfectly <laughs> honest, apart from the people who write those things in the first place. Um, and yeah, I've just been really sucking it hard at that game. And it frustrates me because I do enjoy it. But I'm I had a just- weird, like a weirdly good week, like a few matches where I did like I was shooting things and like you really su- I, I was really surprised when I was hitting stuff <laughs> like what? I- that's not me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been getting me down. So I tried League of Legends. <laughs> I saw and that, that, yeah. that did not pick me up. Because <laughs> it's really it, it's really tough. And then when I had it explained to me, what you need to do is basically know about all 168 of the characters and pick an appropriate one to fight the appropriate enemies. And all, and all that. possible combinations. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I thought, mm. no. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse! Yeah, uh, like, that's too much. So I'm kind of... I, I want to play it because I kind of enjoyed the mechanism of playing it. It's a good game, but I, I know I'm never, ever going to give it the mental what power it needs to become good at it. I I mean, League, of, League yeah. of Legends is one of those games that you kind of, to get good at it, you have to play it forsaking all other games. I mean, it is literally something that people put thousands of hours into and yeah. th- thousands of, of currency, depending on where they live. Yeah. And so I, I haven't got the, when the time. are we as a species that. just going to fucking get over ourselves and switch to units or credits? I know, right? It's just ugh. credits and flying cars. Come on. Yep. We won't get our flying cars until we have our credits. That's the thing. That's what's holding us back. You is can the only flying buy them cars in credits. are purchased using credits. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I also started, I, I installed for perhaps the fourth or fifth time on more than one device, but ran for the first time and actually played Star Trek Online. Oh, yes, I saw ah, that. I have played <laughs> this game. I, I'm interested to know what you think. I think it might be one of the best Star Trek games there's ever been. It's still around. I got to give it that. It's been. Uh, when was that launched? Oh, ages ago. I mean, yeah, well, it's yeah, free to it's play on console one. now, so it's a 
it's quite old, but they're still releasing a hell of a lot of content. 2010. I mean, yeah, I mean, I got a giant update on it the other day because um, I stopped playing it because... Um, Obviously, because I haven't got any friends, um, I was just playing it by myself, and I was just following some of the storylines. I was playing the Klingon, and uh, obviously, there's like seasons and missions and stuff to do. So I was just doing those, and um, <laughs> yeah, going and just sort of trying to get some of the the easier achievements and things like that. Um, and uh, yeah, so sort of doing that aspect of it is fun. But I mean, there, there comes a point though where it's like you have to squad up and go and do all this. So, oh, well, I'm out of that. So, um, I can't, I couldn't proceed with that part, but, uh, yeah, I uh, didn't yeah. sort of have any, every intention of going because there's three, there's three races available at, at the moment. You can play Klingon Romulan or Starfleet aligned. Um, so I played, I say, I did sort of, uh, put it down with the intent that I would go back to it sometime and play one of the other alignments, but I haven't done that yet. There's, so, uh, there's way more than that now. Well, I mean, I'm just playing yeah. console, so... All right. Um, I'm sure the console sort of lags a few versions behind. I don't know. Whatever I, I is, have no know. idea. I'm I'm playing a human that looks like me. Um, it's funny. Yeah, I do the exact same. <clears throat> but I, I've done a few space battles. I've done a few missions. And I've really enjoyed it. I, I, I'm curious about how it's going to want me to make me want to pour money into it. Because with well, the free to plays, you're always waiting for that, aren't you? I think there's a lot of well, grinding. Oh yeah, there's grinding. I mean, because as with all these things, you, there comes a point where you'll do one of the missions, and they will just kick the shit out of you. I, I encountered this point where I encountered the Breen. I had to go and do the Breen because they have absolute ridiculous fucking freezer ship weapons, and it's like, wouldn't you like to have a much better ship than this pile of garbage you're flying about in? And also, you sort of pick up items and stuff, and you never have enough room to keep all the cool shit. And it's like you could upgrade your spaces by buying some of this or that or other shit. So uh, that's how they they try and get you. Mm. I will I, admit that when I when I searched for Star Trek Discovery, there uh, one of the news stories that came up is uh, or Star Trek Online. One of the news stories that came up is uh, Discovery content is coming to Star Trek Online. Yeah, and it's bringing Cadet Tilly along for the ride, and it's like. Oh, so tempting. <laughs> well, it's free, I, I'd it's go free anywhere to play. with Cadet Tilly. <laughs> yeah. And free to play, so why not? Um, mm. I don't mind. I've reached the point where I don't mind putting money into them if I'm enjoying them. Mm. I, and if have you um, Have you put any money into Fortnite? Well, I bought a Battle Pass or two. Well, yeah, the, aside from the Battle Pass. <laughs> not aside from the Battle Pass. Right. Because cool. uh, while I do like the customizations and the idea of them, they are an amount of money that I am not comfortable spending on that type of thing. I um, find that when I'm when I'm tempted to buy something, I just I can wean myself off it just by watching the animation a few times in the store. Yeah, and that's good enough. I'm like, okay, I've got that out of my system now. Yeah, I mean the dancers Although, are, are great, but I never, yeah. I don't have any use for that really so I I'm well say, i mean i'll tell you if you want to see him live um it basically because obviously i live in a in a seaside town it's currently full of children on holiday <laughs> um all i see all day long is people doing fortnight emotes on the beach yeah <laughs> i've never I mean, seen so oh, many people that, floss in one place it's, there's going to be a terrible thing where you walk up to someone and go are you doing a fortnight emote and they'll just look at you like i'm dancing what's fortnight and you will feel so, <laughs> so awful. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just got to ask you, Rich, in all the time I've been playing Fortnite, I've played like a few hundred matches now. 
and I've seen you know every you know at least in the pre-match you know uh, lobby, it's just all dancing. I have yet to see that flossing dance. You know the arms side to side. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't seen that, and that's the one that was like everyone was supposedly doing. I I saw the the Carlton dancers on there the other day. Someone had. That I haven't. One. I haven't been Carlton. That's a. It's a really good one. Yeah, I mean it's a great dance. Um, I I've also been playing some shit, and this this has been brought to us courtesy of the PlayStation Two. Okay. Uh, where I've been trying a few things out just out of curiosity and, and because they were remarkably cheap and that kind of thing. Uh, Is may, this what you were in CES? Getting? Yeah, yeah. Um, it may come as a shock. No, really. But Jackass the video game isn't very good. <laughs> no, what? It's not, uh, Emma. It's not. It's, it's actually a really bad shocked. game. Yeah, it, it's, it's really bad. And that's that's really unnerving because like I just assumed it was great and so I've had my copy you know in a frame on my wall unopened. Right. You know, leave it there. Should I, you know I that's I'm looking at it now and I'm wondering if it was worth the platinum frame. No. No. I had it filled with argon. I, I, I hear preserve stuff. <laughs> I also played uh got Sunny Garcia surfing which is <laughs> Unplayable. No, Sonny Garcia is a is he's a person. It's I'm sure, not, yeah, like like yeah. Tony Hawk or Tiger Woods. So I don't think anyone's denying that. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it does is, sound is like shit. a flavor of ice cream. It does, doesn't it? Would you like another it's skip of Sonny Garcia? Gar- yeah. Cherry Car- Garcia is one of them. Yeah, it's orange. Can I just flavored. say how pissed off I am that um, Ben and Jerry's mint flavor is not available year round? Thoroughly irritating. I have a massive craving, and I'm going to have to wait months for it to come in to the store. Anyway, that's beside the point. I, I feel your pain. I'm a big fan of mint ice cream myself. So hard to get good mint Whereas ice cream. I'm fine because I find mint flavored ice cream to be gross. I love mint so flavored ice cream. hates it too. Well. Yeah. It's I, was, I was distraught when they stopped doing uh, as well. Even though the mint went away, I was really happy because the, uh, the Bob Marley one they did, One Love, uh, which was banana with like salted caramel and chocolate. It was Ugh. the fucking best. I, I hate bananas as well. Why is everything what ruined is, all the time? I mean, there's, I mean, what is wrong with you? If I had a dinner party, it would just be like bananas, bananas and mint. Yeah. mint. That would be it. It's really good that I don't have dinner parties. I, I wouldn't it go to that is. dinner party. That would be weird. Um, well, you know, you don't have to eat it, but it's going in you somewhere. And the mint's going to make that sting. Well, there you go. You see, I'm not coming to that. Um, <laughs> what was the last thing I was going to say? I will. <laughs> uh, I've been playing some beach volleyball games to see how bad they all are. Game on. Oh, uh, to see how oh, bad just to see. they yeah. are. Yeah. Oh, come yeah, on. Right, right, up. Be, I can see actual porn if I want to. I, I, I don't need titillating by dead or alive beach volleyball. Um <laughs> No, I've forgotten what it was. Can't have been that. It wasn't good. In fact, it was awful. Oh, do you know what? Paul Paradise on the PS2. Not not as shit as I would, thought See, it was going to be. That sounds like it could be either a pool game or a pool game. It's a pool as game. In, it's a pool, it's game. A pool game? Okay. Yeah. Thanks for clearing that up. Uh, although, strangely, it's endorsed by snooker player Jimmy White. <laughs> Jimmy White. He's on the box. And uh, basically, it is just playing pool 
on the computer. Uh, the the idea being that you're playing in some sort of paradise esque beach resort. Did John Vargo ever endorse a snooker game or a pool game? Probably. I think it was a big break game. Uh, I must get that. John Vargo. Wouldn't surprise me. Jimmy White did a lot. He had Jimmy White's World Win Snooker on the Amiga was legendary. And so this this one on the PS2, you know, I expected it to be awful and my eyes were rolling at first. But then I realized I'd been playing it for 45 minutes and was actually quite enjoying it. Uh, so I'm going to make a video about that. I am distraught to find that the theme tune to Big Break was not an original composition. No. Yeah, it was show, something else. Yeah, they the had show's to... theme song is the snooker song from the musical The Hunting of the Snark, uh, composed by Mike Batt and performed by Captain Sensible. Isn't he a punk rocker? No, Captain no, Sensible no? was... Uh, oh, right. No, yeah, Sensible co-founded the punk rock band The Damned. Look up Captain Sensible on YouTube after the show. Okay. I, well, in I'm imagining him performing of, the fucking, you know, it's only a game show. Do, 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 do. You, you go to YouTube and you type in Captain Sensible Happy Talk. And that okay. will, that will tell, I, I know, but that will tell you all you need to know. Assuming that it's on there actually now, because I'm, I'm going to look this <laughs> up. No. Oh, yeah. I doubt his legal I, I, I team got, are scarring YouTube to take down I, Captain I, Sensible videos. I, I got as far as typing Captain captain sen and then it filled in captain sensible happy talk and of course <laughs> it is there and there is in fact a sing-along version of the video but i i recommend the 1982 top of the pops video there for that one not quite the punk rocker you're imagining him to be but hey it's all marketing in it there's also another video there entitled let's rock norwich <laughs> oh, no don't do that <laughs> don't don't you'll rail them up it will fall down yeah. <laughs> the only thing that's ever come live from Norwich is Sailor of the Century and that was a still a bit racy <sighs> live from Norwich I like to imagine that if, I like to imagine if you uh, if, uh, that if you knock Norwich over it has Weeble technology and it just self-writes now you just hear a thousand hips snapping in unison <laughs> Oh, that would be nice. Oh, that would be like a a giant breaking a twig. Oh, crunch. What's Doctor Who Infinity? I'm just seeing it here. It is a new game that is coming out. Yeah, it looks like shit. It's um, basically the the people who are making Doctor Who Infinity, they previously made a a mobile game, which is sort of a a match three kind of um, Mm. team builder type game, sort of. Uh, type thing and they basically uh, have made it, made it again with some uh, voice actors from old Doctor Who doing uh, some cutscenes and uh, charging people a tenner on Steam for it. Yeah, this looks so, like uh, a, a piss take of a game. <laughs> Sorry, it just popped up as I was, uh, Steam rebooted on my computer as I was talking. Anyway, that's our show for this week. I yes, hope you all enjoyed it. If you want more, listen to the old stuff or listen next week when there'll be more stuff. Uh, when the, when is uh when's Gamescom? Is it the twentieth? <laughs> did we well, look it up last week and, and forget? We did. Uh, tw- yeah, twenty first to the twenty fifth. So I'm imagining the next week will also be uh, fallow. 
Well, there'll be some things, and I'll have played a billion more games to talk about, so don't worry. It'll be be fine. I will have have plenty of news from running my my companion club in Yakuza 0. Oh, yes. I'll have been in a hole. (laughs) Yes, you'll you'll be down the mine. Where you belong. Down the mine, yep. Alison was doing the the slot car stuff when I came up here, because that's what she does. Oh, I would be so tempted. Should we petition Mojang to uh, close the accounts of everyone uh, who plays Minecraft in the north? (laughs) She's not in the north. I'm not in the north. I'm in the east, on the edge. But just every, you know, it would just be great. I just want to get Emma onto uh, Fortnite so we can all play together. I, I feel like in, in some uh, way... Yeah, the I'm week mi- four challenges are out. Like the, I, I think there's a lot being missed in these free-to-play games by not having other people to play with. Yeah. Like you said about Star Trek, Emma, that you reach a point where you need friends. And that I don't mind that. I just don't have any. You know, and even if you do have any, you, they've got to be playing that game. Which is yeah, and we've all got to be played at the same time with 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 our three body clocks combined. We're never awake for. I mean, the only, this is like the only time of the week we're all awake at the same time. I, I think much. that the midnight to three a.m. play sessions would be fantastic. <laughs> you know, the the five a.m. What the fuck are you doing up? Well, I don't know. Those ones would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, there was one other thing I got this week. Uh, my uh, Death Stranding uh, vinyl came. Going back to vinyl. Oh, this is a soundtrack uh, to a game that no one knows anything about yet. Yes, and no one understands what it actually is. Or but we know what the soundtrack is. is. But uh, the songs by uh, Lou Roar that were featured on the the early trailers were fucking awesome. And then they uh, they did a it's clear vinyl with the. Uh, black strands coming out of the middle and it's so good when you get a, a vinyl like that where everyone is every one of them every pressing is unique it's such a relief when you open it up and yours looks good mm. and mine so looks is, fucking good is there any contextual clues to be gathered by the song titles um Laura, uh, easy way out and i'll keep coming so it <coughs> you know one of them is about suicide, and one of them sounds like a euphemism for ejaculation. I don't know. See, I, I was just well, going to say, either of those I, things could happen in the game. Absolutely, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember my dad had the soundtrack vinyl to The Great Escape, and all the <laughs> tracks on it were named after what was happening in the film. Like, the I tunnel is that. discovered. Whatever. You still, you still get that. Like, even for major films, where the soundtrack will, uh, <laughs> yeah, the soundtrack listing will come out, and it'll be massive spoilers. Mm. I fucking, I, I just, how does that get past the countless people it must have to get past on the way to being released? People <sighs> still buy soundtracks? I don't know. I fucking do. Yeah, <laughs> Clearly. I must admit, I've, I have a, a soundtrack uh, collection. Half my vinyl collection is soundtracks. It's a great way to find new music. It really is. I, I need to rip some CDs as well. Gosh, that's been a while since anyone alive has said that. Right. It is. Let's, let's end the How show. How are you going to do that? Your computer doesn't have any drives? Oh, I've got an external DVD player. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening, everybody. Go and subscribe to Simply Everything, please. It keeps the network going and supports us and all that sort of thing. It's simplysyndicated.com slash everything. And you get to listen to this show without ads and all the other shows without ads. And, uh, 
all the back catalogue of hundreds of hours of stuff with what is now inappropriate jokes. And uh, we also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash simply syndicated. Next week, we have a new show coming out, which I will plug now. It has no name because I haven't thought of one, but it is a movie quiz game that we're doing now. We've decided not to do movie news anymore because it's all grim and depressing shit. Yes. Who's the rapist this week? It is. It's, it's who's the rapist this week? And then let's, oh, there's just so many. It's the same thing every fucking week. So we're going to do a game show instead. It really does get worse because it used to be there is at least some fun in saying, okay, what's Zack Snyder going to ruin this week? And then his kid died and it's like, oh, well, fuck you, you, Zack. Yeah. I can't do that now. Can't even be mean to Zack Snyder anymore. Yeah. It was like when John Travolta's kid died, it was like, oh, well, fuck you. But luckily he has more than earned back the ridicule. He has actually, hasn't he? He has of all the films that have gotten like, sub like zero percent on uh, rotten tomatoes there's like five of them he has three of them really yeah three of the worst films on rotten tomatoes are, are john travolta films well we'll always have saturday night fever yep and don't forget listen to me talk about games throughout the week ideally monday wednesday friday but i haven't managed that yet for various reasons, I do games now also on simplysyndicated.com and SoundCloud and everywhere else that has audio you can listen to. And probably some places where have audio you can't listen to as well. So that's it. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>